right, let's do it, kids. We're going to talk a little baseball. Let me put my chew in, adjust my cup, Kemper. Give me my hot dog. And we'll welcome, uh, well, this guy had a hell of a career. He's an old friend of the show. Ken, I'm, uh, even though we have a... Experience, you and I. We've known each other for years. I'm looking at your bio. Six one. Well, you're still 175, aren't you? No, I, that was like my <laughs> junior year of high school. I don't know how that ever got on my on my card. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm like six two two oh five now. Well, that's not bad. Such a, yeah, it's, right. It's Me not, too. It's not great. It's not great either. But uh, 19 years, 20 years. How many teams did you play for again? Refresh everybody here. I'll list the ones I didn't play for, and we'll save time. Okay. No, I played for nine nine different teams. That's what I counted here. Very good. So a lot of opening days for you over 19 years. Uh, any memorable? What's your most memorable opening day? You know what? They were just all great. Yeah. There's really none that stood out. I mean, I think one in Baltimore meeting the president at the time when, when Bill Clinton came through, we got to meet him. And then there was another one in Cincy where – George Bush came in, so I would have to probably pick those. Kind of cool to meet the president of the United States. But yeah, it, it's just such a great day, man. I mean, you're you're in spring for six weeks. You enjoy it, but about the last two, you just can't wait to get out of there. Yeah, I was just going to so, ask if you're just so ready to get out of Florida or Arizona. Did you prefer Florida over Arizona or the other way around? I preferred Florida. I yeah. like the more humidity for pitching. I like sure. to sweat a little bit, grip the ball better, but but. Both were very good. And if you do, you pay. I know you you don't have a gig in the booth or anything this year. You do. Uh, you're very friendly with radio. I know that you do a lot of interviews. But do you pay attention going into a season like this, or you just watch and let it all unfold like the rest of us? No, I pay attention. I mean, it's in my blood. Uh, even though I can't play, I still I still pay attention as if I am playing. So. And with my job as an agent, you know, we've got guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so I pay attention and and watch key matchups and follow along like I always did. Was was there an opening, an actual opening day last year or not? Or did it was the whole season just, I can't even remember. It's, it's just been so long. You know what? Technically it was an opening day, but it wasn't the fanfare obviously with the COVID restrictions. So there weren't the parades like since he had, and I, I right. since he canceled theirs again. This yeah, year. yeah. 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 It was just kind of a weird year where even some teams, uh, I believe, I don't even think everybody opened up on the same day. I th- it was just a weird scheduling thing. So hopefully that's behind us. And, and, you know, there were rumors up until a month ago that they may not get a full season in this year, but it looks to be that they're going to try to get the 162 in, and hopefully that that happens. Yeah, I always sneak up uh, to my hometown of Detroit for games, and I don't even know what the attendance protocols are going to be. Is it going to be up to each team individually, have you heard, or is it a league mandate, much like the NFL, where the commissioner just says this is the way it's going to be? My understanding as of now is it's 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 team to team because I'm, I like some that. areas are some areas are obviously uh, have have more numbers sure. COVID numbers so you know the Texases I think are gonna and I haven't seen this but I, I last I read they were gonna have full capacity on opening day I don't know if that's gonna be the case if MLB stood in and said listen you can't do that but I I mean listen I I just I hope it gets back to normalcy. Uh, and 
other than opening day, Detroit probably wouldn't have many people in the stands anyways, would they? (laughs) Well, if you're paying attention, you would know, Kat, they have the second-best farm system. I think they're going to turn it around this year or next. They they are. And the Indians are sliding. Yeah. There is a joke out there that Tampa Bay has been under COVID restriction since the organization was founded. (laughs) Or fan intended. What's that? I was going to say, I'm glad you brought up Tampa Bay. My kid lives down in Lakeland, and he said there's a rumor down there where Tampa Bay are trying to play half of their games, home games, up in Canada. Did you hear anything on that? I I did hear that. Is, uh, is would the commissioner allow a team to split cities? That's that's odd. Uh, I, I, who knows? Yeah, who knows nowadays? And they got a good uh, team. They're good, Tampa Bay. They are good. Yeah, they are a good team. They're good every year. But uh, yeah, I mean that. I don't know if you've been down to that stadium. Oh, I, I've been. Place. It's awful. Yeah, it's it. it bad, I bad. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really pretty bad. bad. Yeah, so especially compared to every other venue out there nowadays but yeah it's 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 not and it hasn't changed since i played there yeah 15 years ago so it, it it's i can't imagine now yeah boy how time flies huh it's been 15 years since you were uh down in florida playing and i'm looking Ugh. nine teams total i'm gonna leave can't i'm gonna leave atlanta out of it because i know when we think of you with atlanta you had glavin smoltz maddox if i throw a team at you you just top of mind who was the stud on that team not in 96 baltimore wow i mean I'd say Robbie Alomar. I mean, that, okay. that was star studded. That was a, that had Cal Ripken, okay, Robbie right. Alomar, Rafael Palmero, Brady Anderson. I mean, that team was loaded. But I would go with Robbie Alomar. And first time with the Reds back in '97 would have been who? Whom? Barry Larkin. Larkin, yeah. And then you go to and that, Neon. Neon Dion was on that club too, <laughs> but I'd go with Larkin on that. How, how, how was Neon Dion to play with? He's the best. He, you know what? He he. I played with him in Atlanta as well, and then in Cincy. And right, what a great, what a great guy. I mean, he's such a good human being, and and I obviously he he marketed himself better than any athlete I've ever seen. Yeah, people either hated him or they loved him. But right. Either way, he said they're coming to watch me play. So. He was he was awesome. And when you look when you look back on your career in Atlanta, was that uh, was Sheffield Gary Sheffield on that squad? He. he he was on the second time. I got traded back for the playoffs in 03, and he was, yeah, Gary Sheff was on that team. Boy, he had a violent swing, didn't he? Jesus, he went after it. Dude, he, that swing, him God. and Strawberry were, were the only two guys that I, I like, took a big a second deep breath before I finished <laughs> because I was a, I was a fastball changeup guy. Yeah. And, if I hung a change up away, that ball was coming right back through my <laughs> chest, and, and I knew it every time. And but yeah, Chef was a good guy too. Right? Did you enjoy uh, your time in Chicago as a Cub? Loved it. I absolutely loved that. That was for personal reasons. So you know what most baseball schedules are, and I had three younger kids at the time. And yeah. For the first time as a player, it was like a normal day job. Like we had all mostly day games, so I was done at six mm-hmm. six thirty at night, and you could have a normal family dinner instead of. Usually, I would get home at eleven thirty or twelve after a night game, and my kids were already in bed. So yeah. it was just more of a normal 
a nine to fiver, if you will, but what a great city. And yeah. we had a really good team that year and we underachieved and but that was a fun fun year. And I guess if, you know, a lot of players want to play their entire career in one city and fans love to see that and everything, I think it's kind of cool that you played for nine teams and got <laughs> literally every a feel for every part of the country, all those stadiums, all those memories. I think it's cool that you bounced around a bit. You know what? I do, I do too. Yeah. I, uh, I've never met a stranger, so it wasn't any uncomfortableness as far as fitting in or, or finding someone to hang out with, but... Uh, yeah, and I got to play with just just. Uh, I look back at the list of players I was fortunate enough to play with, Hall of Fame guys. Like, just wouldn't happen if I played in one city. Yeah, now, I, my family, my family probably would pre- prefer that I didn't yeah. Then there's that move every other year to another city because because of the logistics right. of finding new apartments and having to pack up and move last minute. So, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And Ken, I was so saddened uh, when we lost Hank Aaron not long ago and Man. being a, uh, you know, if, if I think of you in any one single cap of those nine caps, you're, you'll always be a brave to me. You must've had uh, some Hank me- uh, Aaron memories and meetings, right? And- oh, well, when I first signed, I was Braves first pick and I was to report like a week from, uh, when I signed, but well, we had our senior party uh, over at the uh, Salma Athletic Club, and we were playing this volleyball. They called it. It was racquetball and a, and a vo- uh, I'm sorry, volleyball and a racquetball court. Yeah. Come down on my buddy's leg, foot, and just blow up my ankle. Like I was on crutches for eight weeks. Uh. And I, so my first call, because my dad said, "Well, you want to be the one that did this? You're calling the Braves." Well. Hank Aaron was the person I had to call. He was oh, the farm no. director. And I'm like, Dad, you have to do this for me. He's like, nope. So I, my first words to a brave were, Mr. Aaron. Oh, Mr. This Aaron. This is Kent Merker. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, I just blew my leg up. And he was like, what? So, yeah, that was my first encounter. Oh. And then my last one. I have um, to tell sir? Uh, Kent Merker, yeah. Dublin? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was 6'1", 175 back then. Uh, but then three years ago, I was in the playoffs, uh, playoff series in Atlanta. And after the game, he was hauled off in a cart. They were taking him off in a golf cart and had security around him. And he looked over, and I can't believe he did this. He looked over, he goes, Merker. And I'm like, Mr. Aaron. Like the sea parted. I went in, shook his hand, talked to him for a minute, and went off. But I thought that's really cool that how many years later, he 30 years later, right? this guy looks at me and recognizes me. Yeah. Like, wow. He the was a class. Player, in my opinion, the greatest player that ever played, in my opinion. And, and somehow he saw me in a crowd and recognized me. So... That's a great memory. Now, before Pretty we let cool. you go, you mentioned Wally Ball. You know, I think you, every time I see a pickleball court, because I know you're really competitive and you're really into this new, this pickleball, they call it. I've never played, but every time I go down to Sanibel Captiva, I'm down there a few times a year, those tennis courts, they just sit empty. And the premium on land, it's an island. You'd think they, there's four units where there's two, could go where there's two tennis, no one ever on them, empty, 100 plus degrees. Last two times down, probably half of them are all pickleball now. And there's <laughs> yeah. people playing and there's people using it finally. You know what? In Florida's the, the hotbed for it, too. Yeah, no, Naples, right. Naples has, a, I think there's 88 courts they have at this <laughs> where they hold the U.S. Open. Jerry, you got to try it, man. I'm telling. I know we talked about it last time, and it sounds goofy, but it's 
It's the most addicting game I've ever played. I was good at handball as a kid. I mean, as a, you know, early 20s guy. See, you you would have – I didn't have any racket background. So this was all new to me, which made it, I think, a little more fun. But, yeah, if you had those basic moves, you'll be good at this. And it's Uh, fun. And everyone's doing it, man. How long before it becomes like a new high school sport now and you can uh, get a scholarship for pickleball? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? We joke about that, but I really think that's the direction it's headed. That's what I was thinking, There's over 8 million people playing it now in the United States. And – there's no, it, it's there's really no barrier to entry as far as yeah. the cost. It's not an expensive sport. You, you can temporarily line schools could line the courts they have with even tape, just tape off the tennis courts. Exactly. Matches. It's and like I, I, I truly think tennis. it'll be a high school, college, and I think it could be an Olympic sport one day. I really there's do. Good. There you have it. Well, Ken, I know Torga regrets being off this week knowing that we were having you on, but the Reds are at the cards tomorrow at 410 first pitch, and then the Tribe up in Detroit to face the Tigers tomorrow uh, as well. Ken, thank you so much, and I'll tell you what, we'll get in a couple months into the season, and uh, Torga and I will give you a ring. Let's do it. You're the best, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, you having Ken. me on, guys. Okay, All bye-bye. Right, have a good day.